imagine like trying to go and find a place to rent and you get slapped in your face with a $20,000 fee, a broker fee. Like, I have never seen something like this that high for really any... Like, to be more specific, I haven't seen a broker get paid $20,000 for their fee for a basically crappy apartment, right, in New York City. So let's check this out. So broker's fee is nearly $20,000 for a rent-stabilized one-bedroom New York City apartment. Like, that is so beyond crazy to me. Now, the broker's fee is too damn high. A real estate agent recently collected an eye-popping nearly $20,000 fee on a cheap Upper West Side pad, according to the tenant who shelled out the dough, meaning they literally paid out the $20,000, which is crazy to me. The one-bedroom unit was initially advertised for $3,750 a month on Street Easy, but the agent told prospective tenants that he that it was actually rent stabilized and would be a steal just $1,725. That is well below Manhattan's median rent, which hit a record $4,150 a month in July and any future rent increases on the apartment would be limited by the city's Rent Guidelines Board, which this year approved a 3.25% increase for one-year leases. Then the agent, Ari Wilford, with City-Wide Apartments in Manhattan, dropped the other shoe. The broker's fee would be $20,000. He said, looking at the rent-stabilized price and looking at the broker fee, it will make sense in the long term which at the end of the day, it does, but at the same time, it's like, wow, that's a lot of money for a broker fee, recalled the tenant who didn't want to be identified. And the renter said he managed to get Wilford to shave, oh my goodness, $500 off of the 20000 before sealing the deal and taking a chunk out of his savings to pay for it. And here's the thing. I think the biggest thing that bothers me when I, like, when I stumbled upon this article is that in what way does this actually pay off, right? Because if you're only going to stay in this specific area for like a year or so, does it really pay off? If you only stay here for six months, does it pay off, right? You could also sublease as well. Like, and the thing is, like, I mean, are you staying here for a very long time? Like, t- we're talking, like, maybe, like, a decade? Is that what you're trying to do? Like, there's so many different factors that could come and play with this. And the biggest thing that really bothers me is that it feels like just kind of like a cash grab by the real estate agent, the broker. Right, which funny enough, because this is New York City, I mean half of that well more than half of that is probably going to taxes, right so it's not actually that big of a payday when you really think about it, but it's just sad to see 
right? Because $20,000 is not a small amount of money for the majority of people, right? Like $20,000 and basically any other location than like New York and California would be like a down payment for like a two-bedroom, one-bathroom house, right? In a nice neighborhood or an okay neighborhood, right? Nothing too great, but... Like, that's like a down payment for a house in a lot of parts of the country. So, like, the thing that always, like, confuses me is that why do so many people stay in areas where they have their cost raising so much, but their incomes not really raising as much as their costs are? It's just crazy. So, the apartment is in what... Owner Solil Management describes as a rustic six-story pre-war elevator building near Central Park and Frederick Douglass Playground. Despite the huge cash outlay, the pad wasn't even going to be painted ahead of the renter's July 1st move-in date. He said he paid even more money to put his belongings in his stores for a week so the landlord could add a fresh coat of paint. So, you paid 20k to the broker, who basically slapped you around, in my opinion, right? Because, I mean, to get like 20,000, like that big of a fee for a lease, like, you know, for like a rent, that just seems crazy to me. Truly, right? Like, we're not talking about like a multi, multi multi-million dollar pad, Right? We're talking about like a one-bedroom, kind of crappy apartment in New York City. Right? But to do that, to pay your broker 20 grand and pay for storage fees, and your broker couldn't have basically set up something to where, oh yeah, for sure, by the time that you move in, because of this extra cost to you, I'm going to go above and beyond and make sure to secure that your place is going to get painted in before you move in. Right? Like, that's just crazy. The hunt for a New York City apartment has become so grueling that prospective tenants are standing on long lines to secure tiny spaces. Gone are pandemic price breaks and bidding wars are even breaking out on some units. But a broker's fee of $20,000 is unusual even for the current hot rental market, experts said. The typical fee is usually one month's rent or a maximum of 15% of a year's rent. See, this is what I'm saying, right? Like, to get paid 20 Gs, $20,000 for like a one-year rent is insane. Like, how does that make any sense? Now, if he sold the place to the person, that'd be completely different. So I've never seen that, and it's not something I'd do. All my fees have been 15%, said Marvin Michelle with Douglas Elliman. Broker Dolly Lins told the Post the practice probably isn't kosher, and if the tenant complained loud enough, could probably get the money back. One person who viewed the Upper West Side apartment said the 20000 fee was an undisputable turnoff to him 
on top of what he said was poor natural light in the unit. I just thought it was the most ludicrous proposition to the prospective tenant, who didn't want to be named. And another agent at Citywide Apartments also asked a sky-high fee for an Upper East Side Railroad flat, which was also rent-stabilized with a monthly rent of $2,250, according to a report on the Hellgate website in June. Like, here's the thing. Like, the apartment doesn't necessarily look bad, right? But think about this. You're still paying close to two grand a month without really any space, without really being able to do really anything, right? It's just, ugh. and to pay someone 20 grand for that just seems insane to me, right? It's like, wow, you're really going to do that. You're really going to, because the way that I see it, it looks like, in my opinion, that the broker was basically taking advantage of someone that either didn't know better or was in a desperate situation and they needed to quickly find a place to stay at. Like, and that's a little bit sad to me. And this is the reason why when you go and like make really, really big purchases like this, like where you stay, make sure that it's not really going to affect you at all. Like, ugh, Lord. So the prospective tenant declined to pay the reported $10,000, the site said, and the State Department of State, which licenses roasted agents, said there is no law that sets a limit on broker's fee. Okay, yeah, there may not be a law, but there's also like a reputation kind of thing within the real estate world, right? If you become like a real estate agent that basically the word gets out that you charge people massive fees for basically really cheap properties, people are going to probably stay away from you. Because they're like, oh no, I'm going to be taken advantage of. Oh no, maybe this guy's a scam. Oh no, this is horrible, right? Like, there's like a big reputation thing when it comes to real estate brokers as well. However, a broker's fee must represent charges for actual services. Real estate licenses are obligated to act with honesty in their dealings with the public and cannot perpetrate a bait-and-switch, charge exorbitant commissions (coughs) that have no reasonable relationship to the work involved in earning the commission or have undisclosed conflicts of interest. Spokeswoman Mercedes Padilla said, She added that the department takes licensee conduct seriously and investigates complaints filed on a case-by-case basis. Merchants had a brief reprieve from paying broker's fee at the Department of State in 2020, ruled that under rent legislation passed in 2019, landlords should shoulder the cost. And after a legal challenge by real estate industry groups, the DOS walked back its position in May 2021. Bum, 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 bum. So let's check out some of the comments on this because there's probably going to be some crazy comments. Oh yeah, a lot. On. FNY exclamation point. This is actually a blatant violation of the Real Estate Board of New York REBNY commission rules. REBNY 
now that it is aware of this outrage, will have to go after this broker to claw back the commission. As a separate matter, I have to laugh at the Department of State's comment on the obligation of agents not to charge exorbitant commissions that have no reasonable relationship to the work involved in earning the commission. If that was enforced, 99% of agents would lose their license since their average commission for maybe 10 hours work to sell a condo or home is north of $50,000. No other state in America allows this ripoff. Everyone is missing the point. The problem isn't the agent, it's the whole system of stabilization and rent control. Were this deregulated, it would have already gone into the market rate inventory. Tenants are being totally irrational about living in Manhattan as it is, so I actually agree with the agent's logic. 20k over 24 months, figure a two-year lease, but there's no comment saying that it was a two-year lease. It could be a one-year lease. It could be a six-month lease. We don't know. Is $833 added to the cost of $1725, which equals $2558, still is still by a wide margin, regardless of the deficiencies at the property. With the agent is supposed to feel bad and give the apartment to someone underprivileged, so their son or daughter can beat you with a traffic cone at 11 p.m. at night? Nah. It's everyone for themselves. Both the agent and tenant are right here. Blame New York City's stupid rental laws for this. Sucker born every day. The thing is, I don't feel like the tenant is necessarily a sucker. I just think that they were probably in a position where they felt like they needed to have a property, and this is basically what was provided to them, is what I'm assuming. So if it's a $4,000 a month apartment and the renter is paying $1,700, who is covering the difference? If you can't afford New York City, don't live there. But don't enslave the rest of us with huge taxes that are nothing more than a transfer of money from a productive citizen to a welfare parasite. All for a Democrat vote. Why does someone with a twenty k with twenty thousand dollars to drop on a broker fee need a rent controlled apartment? This is why rent control is a sham. This person says spot on. This person says it's not rent controlled. Another baffling New York City tale that always makes me wonder, why would anyone want to pay that kind of money to live in New York City? The place is a theme park, I guess, filled cesspool full of rats and cockroaches and rude crazy people. No thanks, I will save my money, live in a nicer, larger place in a cleaner city. And fund my retirement so I'm not living on dog food in the future. Let's see. Given that the broker is chosen by the owner, this is probably a disguise of rent cost in the form of a kickback to the owner by way of the broker. Interesting.
These people should have their broker's licenses revoked. This is like price gouging during a hurricane. Now, that might be the case if the individual who ended up buying the property went into debt to simply pay that fee. Then, yeah, that's probably like a really sketchy situation. But this person dipped out of money that they saved up and paid for it, right? So, I wouldn't really say this is like price gouging during a hurricane, but I really don't like how this is kind of set up, personally speaking, right? It just seems a little bit dirty, right? To me, like getting paid like 20 grand or whatever for maybe like the sale of a condo or purchase of a condo, okay, fine, but for like a lease agreement just seems so over the top to me. If you want to learn how to get a debt, go to 40inbox.com.